All righty then. Take you know, two. Take two. <laughs> you you know what? Anytime what? now that I access it from the text message, it makes me go in two times. It'll open up Anchor, but not connect me to the podcast. So I have to come out and tap it again. Hmm. It's kind of a pain. But nonetheless, we persist. Yes. Nevertheless, she persisted. Was that the little yes. statement that was on? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we persisted today. We did and persist today. Technology is not going to hold us down. Can't nobody break our stride. Can't nobody hold us back. Oh, no. We got, we got to, to keep, keep on, on moving. moving. <laughs> I couldn't. I just couldn't let it go. I had to. I had to get to that part. That was had, my jam. That was my jam. Once upon a time, it's a jam. It's still a jam. You would still rock out to that. You gonna play it later? Uh, Liddell, tell me you went to Canton South without telling me. I'm about to tell you how you know I went to Canton South without telling you, cause baby I got friends in low places where the risky. <laughs> that was my jam. Mine too. Mine too. Yes. I love Garth. that song. Love me some Garth. Garth. <laughs> Shout out to Garth Brooks up in this piece. Anywho, yeah. you're good. Are you good? I'm good. Uh, pretty much excited about life um, this new month. Um, felt like I, I shook some stuff off in the last quarter. Okay. Um, feel like a straight big energy. Something's coming. And that's all I can tell you. Yeah. You're not the only person saying that. You know, yeah. I've been saying it too. Yeah. And a couple other people. So. Yeah. And and I'm not pushing, I'm not pulling, I'm just waiting. I'm going about doing the things I stopping when I need to stop. I'm just just honoring. Just honoring like time and all of that effort, just honoring it. So I'm spending a little bit more time in like meditation. Yes. And uh focused just to see if I can get some clarity. Amen. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what's up, but something's in the air. It's very yeah. exciting. I love it. Yeah. So. Even that verse I sent you this morning just seemed to be like the rocket fuel. Like, like I just, it just felt, it just feels like something big. So yeah, I'm, I'm in gratitude. I'm excited about what life holds. Um, changing my perspective on some things like I'm I think I'm really about to get some serious traveling in cheap travel but we getting it in all we need is a 99 cent menu (laughs) (laughs) travel is travel all good travel is travel yeah so but what about you tell me I know you're feeling big things what about what else anything else um just in general like I like my heart space is just in a really healthy place. Yes. And at the end of the day, I've just been feeling like a lot of gratitude. Amen. And satisfaction. And that's like such a good like place that like you hold on to that and you cherish that because life has ebbs and flows and things get hard sometimes. So when I'm feeling like that, I've just learned to kind of like slow down 
and just relish those moments. Good. Um, so that's what I've been doing. You know, that's what I've been doing. Um, a lot of good things popping off right now for Amen. for me and, and my peeps. And yes. I'm just absolutely grateful about it all. You know? Yes. You're on a seat, like the most serious countdown of empty nesting if I've ever seen it in my friend's life. Well, we uh, technically, but but who knows where these children of mine are going to land. Ain't nobody in a hurry to get nowhere. That's for sure. We laugh. Like, uh, they think they own this house. They're going to kick us out. Wow. <laughs> They're like, you guys head on down to the island now and, and we'll take it from here. Bye-bye now. <laughs> You guys take good <laughs> care of yourselves down there. Don't be reckless. Be good, That's okay? That's it. But it is just nice to have grown children who mm-hmm. you don't have to do too much, you know, parenting for, you know, things transition and yeah. that's cool. You know, my daughter's practically, you know, a grown woman now. She had a birthday. She's 14, so... Jesus. When you say we are on the downhill of it all, like, yeah, she starts high school this fall and back to back. It's been four years out, four years yep. out. It's her turn, you know? Yep. Um, and it has gone so fast. Like I'm saying, I'm saying. I can remember thinking of the time when I would have two kids that are adults and my daughter going into high school and it seemed like so far away and that I would be like such a different person and I don't feel you know I barely sometimes feel grown like I'm yeah. an adult crap you know what I mean yep and here we are so. well I, I'm about to uh tip over into that downstroke uh we're getting into double digits with the youngest hey. of the crew Yay. yeah they they walk into d- double digits and then I think people know that you and I uh, both have daughters that are the same age, born in the same month, same year. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that four year countdown is overwhelming. But I mean, it's going to be four years for me and then four more years, just like you, because mm-hmm. they're the twins and Lauren are four years apart. Right. It didn't dawn on me till just now, though. I don't know yeah. why, but I think that's a good age gap. It like, is really to enjoy you know your kids mm-hmm. when you get just a little bit and I some people like to do have back to back and and whatever no, I needed you. a little recovery time yo facts. I liked like the the time that I got which with each kid you know yeah. and stuff so I I think that was good spacing that's good yeah I I agree with you because you know me and my sister are barely a year apart barely mm-hmm. Me and so, my sister yeah. are barely two years apart. Yeah, that makes a huge difference. It's it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a fire burning inferno podcast today. And if y'all don't think it's fire, that's okay. Because I'm so excited on my own. I don't even need any rah-rah because the smackdown is about to happen, people. You are kicking off quarter two of 2022 on the right foot upon listening to the rest of this podcast. Tara, break break them off. Come on, girl. Bring this fire. Where's my tambourine? I don't even... I really feel like you have really built that up, sister. 
I'm, I'm, I'm looking, that. I'm actively looking for my tambourine that I actually don't have, but I, cause I need it now. I need it at this point. Well, so we were talking, you know, a couple of days ago and this week has been really weird yes. because, and you know, what? I'm not calling no names because I'm not giving no, I don't want to give anybody any spotlight okay over the events that have happened over this past week with a certain award show <laughs> to major celebrities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but the fact of the matter is that it has been a very weird week that the entire globe yeah has got to watch unfold am i right mm-hmm. correct and correct. i feel like i have gone through all of the emotions um, and, and, in that, because it got so much attention for, you know, 48 hours, it just got mm. so much attention. Um, but as the week went on, um, I, I felt like that whole situation and the gamut of emotions that I ran through are, are larger than that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what happened was I was uh, driving down the street and there was a car that was in front of me and it had novelty plates and the plates said it was a number four and then the word give and then the word, well, not word, but EM, forgive them, mm-hmm. right? And it was a, it was a nice car, right? And I couldn't really see who was driving it or whatever, but they were driving like a really nice car and their novelty plate said, forgive them. And so then my mind started like really kind of like turning, like, I wonder what happened. I wonder what the story is behind why someone would pay extra money in Ohio. It's like very pricey to get these novelty plates. Yeah, it is like not worth it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So I wondered what would make them, who seem to like be doing okay in life, want that to be what people see. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I thought life is just more complicated than we even have time to process anymore. You know? And I'm like, this person is obviously doing pretty well in in life with a car that's probably close to six figures. Mm -hmm. And this is the message that they want to send. You know what I mean? Because I'm thinking you're blessed. You must be fairly wealthy and and whatever. And this is the message that you want to share. And it just made me think like, just like you went through all of these emotions and you were on this person's side at first, and then you were able to think about it. And then you were on that person's side, like- That's everything. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've gotten to a place in life where we don't look at all of the intricacies of a thing. Right. We're just mm-hmm. very quick to get on team this or team that. Right. You right. know, we're team women and we're, we've got a problem with men because men don't understand us. We're right. team black because other racial minorities or you know white people don't understand us we're team republican or we're team democrat or you know what i mean like we're so quick to align ourselves with certain groups and there's so much like none of those groups is a monolith 
That's and right. An entire backstory to every individual that we erase just to make life easy, compartmentalize it, and to make, you know, the world just go quickly and simply and move on to the next thing. Yeah. Yes. 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 And there's really no room for that. No. Like we're we we're losing our humanity. Amen. And I believe that's why life is so messy right now because yeah. we just have gotten to the place where we're lazy and quick to look at a situation, make a decision, and then you formed your conclusion and yep. it's like fairly set. Yeah. You know? And then you're like holding the line of that forever. And you can't hear new ideas. So much is lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't uh, you can't uh, think about the fact that there are new developments in that particular area that you feel so strongly about that could change the way that you think about things, help you understand someone else in a new light. It it just becomes so people become so intense behind it because there's this there's this challenge among us. And I call it a challenge because that's what it ends up being of having to be right. Like it's, it's not okay to like say, you know, I made a mistake or I see that differently. Now we get into just digging our heels in so intensely and we can't let it go. Can't let it go. And oftentimes we'll recognize all of the flaws within our group that we've aligned ourselves with yes but you choose to toe the line Mm -hmm. because there's strength in numbers even if it's a great big sloppy mess (laughs) let's hold on to this narrative let's band together and keep pressing forward you know what i mean it's like trying to shove a square peg into a round hole right and how's that working not at all it's not. It's just totally not working. It's not working. It's not. We're we're creating ridiculous amounts of civil unrest behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, families are being divided behind it. Friendships are being lost behind it. I mean, we saw it during the election. Um, you know that, friend, like people totally came up came off of being friends with each other behind politics during that time i think that's the perfect example to run down right there yeah because who is this current system even working for none of us you're you're riding or dying for either side right now and they're not and who's it benefiting like who who's doing well no one truly doing well behind these two major groups that have divided because I don't I see a lot of suffering I see a lot of disenfranchisement I see a lot of unhappiness within your group let alone against the other group agreed 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 and the people that are benefiting they don't care about us like the people that we're doing this ride or die for they don't care we're so far removed, so far down the totem pole. They don't know our names. They don't know that we disbanded our entire family because of an argument. They don't care. Right. As in, and 
I couldn't imagine a disagreement being that intense with someone that I love and care about that we can't at least agree to disagree or just see that we see things two different ways. People aren't even willing to do that anymore. They're like, it's all or nothing. What's worse is that people are being taught that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. If I am a Baptist. Yes. And you are not Baptist. You're going to hell. Unfollow me if you have a problem with that. That's right. That's right. What? (laughs) That is totally what the Bible is against. I I was just about to say that. Open your good book and please show me where that's at. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cause they will, they'll set, people will set that up on, you know, the whole idea of being lukewarm. He'll spit you out, blah, 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 blah. But it's lukewarm in your ability to love thy. Mm -hmm. Come on now, be better at that. That's where we're failing right there because Jesus loved on people that were not even down. Mm -hmm. He loved on all of those people why do you think he created that example except for us to follow in it? And yet here we are years, thousands of years later, and we're worse off than we ever were. Have you ever, have you ever heard the phrase, there ain't no hate like Christian love? (laughs) No, I hadn't, but that's doggone good. I'll tell you that much. First time I heard that, my jaw dropped. You know what I mean? But I feel like it wasn't, wrong but if you do not open your bible agree to actually read it if you're reading devotionals and commentaries and listening to someone else tell you about the bible it's very easy to end up there that's true that's true a lot of well a lot of the things that we have uh connected to drawn ourselves to we don't know all the things about it Mm-hmm. And and we go in and we like the leader, they're charismatic or whatever they are, passionate. And it's more than what you have, but so you're willing to follow behind them. But you got to see things from, not you got to, what's the better word? I would inc- strongly encourage that, <laughs> that these are seen from a 360 view. Mm-hmm. A very, very big 360 view because... Like you were saying at the beginning, there's always more to it. There's more information and you don't have to make a hardcore decision. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's, but it's just in everything, right? So mm-hmm. like if you're a woman, you know what I mean? And, and you're so hard on men who have yeah. been conditioned in a patriarchal society. And it's like, you either listen to me and you get on board with what women are trying to do, or I cut you off. You know yeah. what I mean? Or men, this is the system. And women, you either get on board or you're a, you're undesirable. Men don't want you. You'll never have a husband as if that should be our reason to do anything. You know what I mean? It's like all of these hard lines in the sand that people draw and then fight about. And then it's either... You know, it, you're either with us or you're against us. That's right. That's it's, right. It's just too extreme now. It's just I, too extreme in, in every facet of life as far as I can see at this point. Yeah. 
you're right. I tell you one that that ratchets me up or chaps my hide. I love saying chaps my hide. Um, <laughs> is the abortion that oh. that thing that that really 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 chaps my hide on mm-hmm. it grates my skin because there's this idea that these women that are and and there are some people as with anything that are abusing it let let's just call it what it is there are people abusing it but they have their reasons for it okay? are they though i mean who yeah, so that, we've heard do you know of anybody who's abused abortion do you no. personally know because we say that maybe there is someone but let's um, not act like that's a common it's not common it's yeah. not that common but i do know someone but it's it's not that common and i know a lot of women and this is like the only one that i know mm-hmm. you know what i mean i know no one i know no one who has abused abortion as a means of whatever birth control yeah i i just i know one but there seems to be more out there i'm not casting judgment my goal here is to say you don't know why somebody's had to go through that Mm -hmm. you don't know all the reasons you just say in your mind if you know depending on what side you're on that that is wrong and there let me go with the pro-life do i get that yeah pro-life side that is wrong. You should not kill a child, so forth and so on. There's never a reason that you should. However, when you run the stats and you, especially for younger women, if they have children young without the uh, correct financial support and things in place, then those same pro-life people see them as a burden to society when they need aid. Like, make it make sense. Well, you, 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 I can tell you right now, there's there's a possibility that your whole commentary has turned off the ears of some people. Okay. But from a factual perspective. Yeah. For anyone who, whose ears are still open. Yeah. Biblically speaking, the scriptures that are used for pro-life are incorrect. Mm. Tell us, um, preacher. They, they, and, and they're pretty much, you know, Old Testament scriptures that people come up with. Yeah. But people who are actually still under the law, a.k.a. Jewish people, mm-hmm. are not against abortion. And wow. under the law there were abortions done by priests for even infidelity. Yep. So people can run down that road if they want to, but the scriptures that Christians use, which are primarily Old Testament scriptures, are misapplied and factually, historically, and currently what happened to people who follow the law? Mm-hmm. They still have abortions. Yep. That's a fact. That's a fact, Jack. So, so look it up. Find it for yourself. I'm definitely not advocating or advocating for abortions. I'm not trying to tell anybody they should be for or against. Right. Just, th- those are just facts right there. But those yeah, it's, it's one of those things you 
like you want to know all the sides. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. You want to know that's all kind the of my sides. point. That's yeah. kind of my point. Know all the things that go into that. That this is not something that Roe versus Wade invented or anything like that. It's been going on since the beginning of time. It, from a from a an American perspective, you can see where the church um, formulated the pro life stance, and it has more to do with race, mm-hmm. and it has more to do with keeping a strong white base in power than it does with humanity, human rights, oh, yeah. or loving babies. Which is why nobody cares once somebody has a baby they can't take care of. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of these things are just simply facts. If yeah. someone is interested, it's not hard to find that information. Not anymore these days. You you can't hide it. You can't hide information anymore these days. Right. You can't. Well, I mean, that's a tough point. Like, I know that gets people's feathers ruffled. But it's still worth, everything's worth viewing from all sides. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for having boundaries, but make it a personal boundary. Right. I, I've often said this, that, you know, there are people that feel very strongly against abortion, you know, one way or the other for it or uh, for it or against it. And the thing to consider is that there are pro-life things that you could be doing that go beyond that baby getting here and then you're not really pro-life anymore Mm -hmm. you know the fact of the matter is like if you say you're pro-life but then you don't want to support systems that help people eat and get houses and stuff like that that's not pro-life having somebody starve pro-life is a it's a political talking point it's not a biblical point because most people who are pro-life also believe in the death penalty yeah right if you're pro-life you're pro-life for the whole life that's right oh i like that we need t-shirt get us a (laughs) t-shirt so you're not pro-life you're anti-abortion and that's your your choice and that's your right as well Mm -hmm. but let's 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 call a spade a spade and let's be very clear and people need an understanding you're not pro-life you're anti-abortion yep which is your right sure is sure is yeah but it's but but you made a very good point and that is that people draw those hard lines in the sand Mm -hmm. but to just kind of piggyback off of that many of these groups if it's racial oh yeah it's sex based if it's political don't want you to have a global understanding of everyone that is you true. need to know our points memorize them and don't consider other people don't consider other points of view because they might persuade you to change yes <laughs> and people want to keep their group yes. and their base strong that's so, right so independent thought independent research independent study a a personal journey to understanding is not encouraged in most groups yeah that's true we're a base we got to stick together stay strong yeah it's it's scary to me at this point it really is it it very much is because we 
it desensitizes us so much. You can't. I, I, There's I no room for hum- humanity. Yes. You just have to toe the line. Yes. And I just want to love on people at the end of the day, wherever they are in their lives, their journeys. And, and it just makes it very, very difficult to express love when you put those hard lines in the sand. And really, at the end of the day, that's what people need more than anything is love. So you just don't know what doors you're closing on yourself in life when you will only rub elbows and stick closely to people who look, talk, act, think, and worship exactly like you. That's right. And That's all right. that does is fuel your belief that you're right because everyone around you agrees. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no cognitive, you know, um, process that will help you think and grow as a person. That's right. That's right. And if you're not growing, you're dying. That's, that's the only way I've learned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're either growing or dying and many, many folks are dying upon unnecessary hills. I think we need to normalize changing our minds. Yes. Over and over again, because we should all be growing and understanding things differently Life is like a whole process. It is. So who you were at 20, who I was, how I thought, what I did at 20, Mm -hmm. God forbid, at two months out of 45, I still think the same way. I know. I know. That's hard to imagine. That's so hard to imagine. Especially if you have children, because nothing will change your thought process process like kids. Because mm-hmm. they come Absolutely. out with nothing. They don't know anything. They're just doing whatever. I think kids know everything. They do. And I'll I give think you that, we, yeah. we strip them and, and build them and turn them into us. True. We talked about that. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I, right. I love to watch and listen and observe kids and then pick their little brains and see why they do what they do and who yeah. they are. You know? Yeah, that is good. And, you know, it's that's been a learning process, process for me, I'll be honest. Um, I really tried to do a one-size-fits-all parenting, and I'm coming to the realization I cannot do that. It just doesn't work that way. Right. It just doesn't work that way. I've constant, I'm constantly having to evolve as a parent. What Uh, worked, what worked three months ago does not work now. Parenting. So I don't want to call it hard. It's not easy, but it's, it's so much effort. It is. To like really stay in there and present. And support mm. your children into becoming who they're meant to be. Right, right, right. And a lot of people don't even take the time to do that. They just decide what their kids need to do and yeah. like force them down that road. And get consumed in their own fears. Mm-hmm. Because kids are born pretty doggone fearless. 
mm-hmm. until we start imposing our fears upon them. Yeah. That's that it's just tough. It's just tough. Life is just tough and it doesn't have to be that hard if we could have conversations. So can we bridge into the focus factor? Sure, go ahead. To having so uh Tara and I have been privy to hear a podcast with Oprah and I can't think of his name. Uh, I don't, I'm in my, I don't even have my tablet on me to go and look. Well, just on this. <laughs> but <laughs> the gentleman wrote a book that basically outlines how badly we have gotten to have the ability to focus. And one of the things that he said in his time, because um, I've only listened to part one of it, was that many of the challenges that we're uh, having right now in this world is the lack of ability to focus. The average adult can only focus about three minutes, I think he said, Mm -hmm. on a task. Mm -hmm. For kids or young adults, it's 69 seconds. And because we've lost that ability to focus because things come at us fast, we don't have to wait for anything. Um, all of that gives, we begin to lack humanity. You can't focus long enough to actually listen to someone talking to you, to hear the nuances and changes in their voice and look at their posture and all of that because we're ready to move on to the next thing mm-hmm. very, very quickly. And he spoke about how many of the social media platforms are making so much money off of us behind it. So, so, so much money because of our inability to focus. But think about how it's playing out into other parts of your life. Like reading, he talked about reading on um, on our um, devices, how we do not delve into really what's happening. We're skimming. We're skimming and flicking, flicking our thumbs through that. And so we missed so much. And then Oprah broke it down and she was like, what that causes over time is a lack of depth. And that's We're there. We're there. We're there. We're there. There's, there's, there's very little depth to us. Right. As a culture, as a people, as, as humans. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Crazy. It is crazy. And and think about it. You're, you know, we say it's hard to make friends as you get older, but I call that BS on this side, side of the earth. You can really connect with people even older. We have just lost patience, uh, lost the ability to focus long enough. We take what we see on the internet as truth when there's so much more to it. We don't want to take the time to ask the questions to clarify because we just want to take what we hear and go with it and mash it against if it hits our belief system or not, or something we feel strongly about and then trash it or jump into it uh, feet first, you know, without knowing all the details because we lack that focus. Think about what it takes to really focus and to understand a human. You can't be flicking through your Instagram doing that. Yeah. But it's, it's Such, just causing us to gloss over humans. Our connections are just very shallow. Trash. They're trash. Very shallow anymore. Yeah. And 
And then it trickles on down to your marriage or your partnership, then your kids. And then you people are talking about, we don't want to have kids. You know, nobody's wanting to have kids. Now they are expensive. I, I get that part. Mm-hmm. But that would take a lot of focus that people don't have to have to dig in there, stay in the trenches with their kids. Yeah. That takes a lot. It does. Because I, I can tell you this unconditional love that people speak about in terms of their kids. I'm like, hey, you know what? Can <laughs> we just agree to some eating and shelter stuff? Because this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You really can't do that with with kids, you know? It takes some focus. It takes some depth. You have to dig in deep. And people people aren't willing to do that anymore. Right. Help us all. Because this is, what did he say by like 2040, it will be worse than it is now. And it seems pretty, pretty bad to me right now. Yeah. Every 10 years, something else comes out that draws our attention away from having focus. And when he said that the social media channels are built off of that, that blew my mind. I I have really made um, a larger effort to like, I put like limits on my phone and stuff to try and come out of virtual everything mm-hmm. and be present. And I, that's probably half of the reason why I'm so much happier. Oh, Honest. he did talk about that, that he felt better. Yeah. That he felt calm yeah. and he didn't know what that felt like for like the longest in his life. Mm-hmm. Felt calm. Imagine feeling calm. Imagine- and it's like the stimulation of the, you know, just to like not have that stimulation. Yeah. And to just be in real life in quietness or, you know, whatever, whatever you're focused on. Yes. It's like your whole world opens up. It really does. It's so powerful. It's yeah. so, so very powerful. Um, Tara, there was something else that you said about the um, forgive them license plate. There was a really good point you drew upon in terms of people and situations. God, I wish we had recorded. Sometimes I wish we would just hit the podcast button in the middle of our conversations. <laughs> Because it's moments like this. It was something so powerful that you said about, we don't know the whole situation. Um, We got into, did we get into the discussion about what we think is good and bad and all of that, only to find out things are worse for a person? Did we delve into that? I I don't even remember. Dang it. I wish I could remember it. But she, one of the examples that she drew upon is we knew someone who was in a, who ended up in an abusive relationship. And that situation was looked down upon. You know, it was, oh, she should leave him. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And the person went on to later say that she had forgiven her abuser. And it was like, what you did? Oh, mm, oh my gosh. Well, when you know the 360 information, that woman had been put out by her parents at a young age. And basically the abuser picked that girl up and kept her sheltered and fed for, you know, five, six years of her life as a young, as a young person Mm -hmm. who was like 
you know, very impressionable at that time and seeking love in all the wrong places, of course. But what seemed like, oh, he's the most horrible person on earth, come to find out, he gave her shelter for the really important part of her life, that 19, the young 20-year-old. And most people on the outside looking in wouldn't know that. And that's kind of the point of that things are so much more nuanced yeah. and, and complicated than what we know. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's just no hard line in the sand oftentimes of right and wrong. Right. Because that's where, that's where we went with people, it. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> both people can be right. People can be wrong in an aspect Mm-hmm. And you have to acknowledge that, yes, this, like, yes, this was wrong. But I think it's more important to understand why someone does something. Yes. And then grow from there, develop and do better than it yes. is to just find the blame, place the blame, and then you're done processing right there. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Right? There's because so that's, much more That's to- the problem. That's the problem that we're at right now. Like, we're team, we're team Black people. We're team women. We're team liberal or conservative or, or whatever, right? Yeah. And, and that's just it. But there's so much more to that, right? Because yes. in all of these groups, there are things that are good. Yes. And there Agreed. are things that are bad. Mm -hmm. So what's Mm -hmm. good, understand it and grow from there. What's bad, understand why it's bad, how it became bad and what you can do to make it better. True. Very true. Very, very true. I just, I don't think that people should end up hurt from something that could be so good. You know what I mean? I but there is so much pain from what people think they're doing that is so good because they're not willing to see a thing 360. Right, right. You're focusing on, you're just like focusing on one thing instead of looking at a global perspective. Yep. You know, or you're willing to just accept what's bad because you're a part of that group. And I don't believe that you have to accept what is bad. With that him. is so true. That is so true. That is so, 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 so true. But it, it also says that you got to think about that all those people that might be involved in, you know, whatever movement it is that they might feel strongly about, even with the bad stuff, all those people aren't bad. They just feel very passionate about what's good about it. Right. But we lump people into a group. We don't have the, we don't make the time to sit down and focus and learn and understand why they did do what they do. And so we just wrap it up in the assumption, move on. And then they're, they're our enemy. Mm -hmm. They're, they're immediately, they're our enemy. I applaud the people that stayed friends during, um, you know, the political transition that we went through some years ago. I applaud the people that could just say, we disagree on the thing, but at, at the heart of it, I still care so much about this person right. that their opinion of this thing that doesn't really like move us up in the world or move us down because politics are just kind of out there. It's up to us to be helping and loving on each other. 
we can't really depend on anybody that far removed to come and fix our situations. We're, we're the boots on the ground that can fix a thing. And it comes with taking the time to listen and understand things could be so much better. And that's the, the same parallel that I have to draw with religions. Yes. You know what I mean? Because religious groups are so, you know, communal that if you are not a part of that group, you are like evil. You're horrible. You're going to hell. God does not love you. Oh. You know, so I, I feel that same way about these these uh, religious affiliations that are so quick to damn somebody to hell and and do it in the name of whatever God they serve. Right. And you'll find that their God is so far removed from that. (laughs) So far removed from that. Yeah. So it's it's the same thing, you know, or or, you know, people who like men need women and women need men. Agreed. So can we all figure out how to establish communities that honor everyone? Right. Agreed. <laughs> there's there's a way to do that. It's there's definitely a way to do that. It's just about having people that are willing to do it. Mhm. Mhm. And this uh, you know the, the these conversations are are turned into it's uh you know we're we're goofy we're immature we don't understand life we're hippies we're whatever (laughs) you know what I'm saying we are hippies though yeah (laughs) but you know it's easier for them to discard our thought process it's easier for them to discard this philosophy and toe the line and stay in their hard and fast borders of their groups than it is to try and make the world a better place. Amen. You said it there. And to that, I say, hashtag do better. (laughs) Hashtag do better. Do better. I'm excited about this podcast. I'm telling you. Good, good. I, I I I feel some sense of healing since I've been on my healing journey by hearing this, this way of thinking. You know, mm-hmm. um, there are some things that I've stuck hard and fast to in my life, um, just having to learn how to establish boundaries. But that those are very personal things, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like I need to be clear about, is this a personal thing? Or are you just trying to follow after some group think that you picked up along the way? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Well, I don't have anything else to add. I felt like you you put it down, Pastor, Pastor oh. Preacher. <laughs> we did. It's a group project. I do what I can. My Humanity is a group project. It is. It really is, Tara. You were so right about that. Be human, y'all. Love on the people everywhere you can, as much as you can. Because right we really just need some love up around here. That's what changes things. It does. It does. Well, I'm done tripping. (laughs) All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Be a trip.